Jesus, the God of the universe, condemned to death. From the cross on the hill in the midst of agony, Jesus proved he'd love us for all eternity. As we laughed at him and beat him, spitting in his face, Jesus just kept loving, unconditional embrace. He cried, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Listen to his cry for love, a cry for me and you. How could he keep on loving us? How could he be for real? Pouring out his blood for us, the cross on the hill. He had been up 36 hours, and Jesus, the God of the universe, was condemned to death. That was the last he ate at the Last Supper the night before. He walked one and a half to two miles across the Kidron Valley to the Garden of Gethsemane, to agony, to crying out to his father, to sweating blood. Capillaries were bursting in his skin under the intense stress of all the sin of the world coming to his body, bleeding all over, not just in one place. His body becomes one big bruise. Betrayed by his closest friends, arrested and carried off to a dried up cistern that he was placed in that night, beaten all the way. Nothing, no water offered to Jesus. In the morning, he was brought to Caiaphas, the high priest, and then to Pilate. Pilate had him scourged, scourging. We can have very tame images of Jesus, but when the victim was scourged, they were stripped naked. Hands were bound above the head so they couldn't move. No flinching, no squirming. He'd be stuck in place. Romans would usually have two soldiers and they would have a flagellum or foot or two long stick. At the end there would be between three and nine leather straps and at the end of the straps there were weights, kind of like leads on the fishing line. And at the end of the weight would be a piece of broken bone, glass, or metal. The point was not just to beat the skin, but to grab into it and pull the muscles from the inside out. If you go to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, the stone pillar where Jesus was tied and scourged, you can see, you don't even have to look closely, you can see the grooves marked in the granite pillar from the flagellum. If that can do that to a stone pillar, Imagine what it can do to human flesh, our Savior's human flesh. Based on the Shroud of Turin, Jesus was lashed over 120 times, all over his face, down his back, to his legs, to his heels, across his stomach, and across his chest, all over. Scourging would expose the person's spine and their spinal column. Intestines would fall out and fluids would be lost. He was dressed in a purple cloak, made fun of, and given a crown of thorns. And the crown of thorns just wasn't the round crown of thorns. It was thorns all through on top of the head. It was a helmet of thorns. And they were two to three inches thick, causing excruciating pain as they were pressed into his head. He's also given a crossbeam to carry 125 pounds to 150 pounds to carry up 
the hill. He would have walked up that hill a quarter mile to Golgotha to be crucified. Nails were driven into his wrists, hitting the radial artery, causing excruciating pain through the arms, up and down the arms and the shoulders. The shoulders were pulled out as sockets. And that's how he would die, because he couldn't hoist himself, he would die of suffocation, because he couldn't breathe. This whole process was excruciating. Excruciating from the cross. That's what excruciating means, from the cross. Does he love us? Dare we ever ask? God did this for you, me, us. From the cross on the hill in the midst of agony, Jesus proved he'd love us for all eternity. As we laughed at him and beat him, spitting in his face, Jesus loving, unconditional embrace. He cried, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Listen to his cry for love, a cry for me and you. How could he keep on loving us? How could he be for real? Pouring out his blood for us, the cross on the hill.